Hey, hey, Annika here. All right, uh, this episode is called When All Feels Uphill. And I'm going to add, and slippery. Uphill and slippery. You know, when you feel like you just fell forward and you just smacked your nose in the ground and you got, you cut your lip and uh, broke your teeth and all that. That kind of feeling. So I've just had my car go through the technical control, the thing you do every year to make sure that the brakes are functioning and all that stuff. I don't know. Do you call that technical control? Um, I don't know. So the, the question is, what do you do when that happens? It's just uphill, it's slippery, you can't get on your feet, it feels like unfair and why is this happening to me? That kind of feeling. Yeah, so I don't like being in that state and when it happens, because it happens to everyone, you know, sometimes we just slip and there you go. So um, it happened to me now this week and uh, I couldn't stand it. I actually cried because it, it was so bad. And um, in Luxembourg, the control technique, like we call it here, the technical control stations, the truth is they have a nasty reputation. Nobody enjoys going there. Um, I don't know why they are so very unpolite. Like, it's not passive-aggressive. It's just straight-out aggressive. Mean. They're mean. And, I mean, I know this. I've lived here 20 years, and so it's not a surprise. But this time I went in, and I was like, I'm sure th this time it's going to be nice. I knew that my car was going to get a point or a remark or whatever you call that in English. But I was okay with it. I knew that I hadn't done the work before, so I knew, okay, I'm going to go because it's the date I have to go, and then I'll deal with it. Um. So, you know... With mask on and everything, I drove in, I got in the lane, and then there are three stations. The first one was a younger man who already, when he was talking to the gentleman in the car in front of me, which was, I'm guessing his age was 64 and a half. Uh, he was quote-unquote old to be out driving. He looked like 80. Um, was he that old? I don't think so. But so I'm I'm kind of thinking that when you have someone who is of an older generation and this guy was 30, so two generations at least older, don't you just bring a little extra respect? Question mark. Answer, yes. Yes, you do. Okay, so rude guy in lane three in the control technique, if you hear this, I meant you. You should treat people with respect. Okay, I know he's never going to hear this because he doesn't speak English. Um, and also, speaking about that, English, when I do my podcast episodes, never ever do I sit with Google Translate and find out words because I don't know how to say them. This episode, I was like, okay, now I, I know what I'm going to talk about. How on earth do you say that? So I have Google Translate, Google Translated many words. <laughs> so that just shows that going into the control station, talking about your car... Which, I mean, that's not my biggest hobby, vehicles. Um, maybe you love cars and talking about different parts of the car and uh, the tires. See, I had to think to find, like, what is the word for the round things that you roll on? <laughs> I wanted to say wheels, but I know it wasn't wheels. It's tires. And then that that metallic thing 
that sit on the side of the wheel of the tire what is that and I was like I know I know this word because I've seen it on pimp my ride and um my goodness I wrote it down oh rims rims yes the rims okay anyway I'll get back to the rims and the tires but uh just saying, I don't know this terminology. And uh, maybe it's because it's my third language. No, it's not because of that. Because if it was in English, which is my second language, I wouldn't have known either. And the ugly truth is, even if I went to do that in Sweden, I would most likely, like guaranteed, be saying, uh, excuse me, what did you say? What did you, What do you want me to do? Like the fog lights or dim lights or swish whoosh or smack smook. All these weird things on a car that you you don't even ever use. But okay. All right. So back to lane three with this irritated guy treating the gentleman in front of me in a way that I just, I felt like getting out of the car and saying, dude, can you be nice to him? What has he done to deserve this kind of treatment? Just, can you be polite? Of course I didn't. I just sat there and I was going, oh, sending gentle, kind energy to him I must have been aiming very poorly because when it was my turn oh my goodness he was so um hang on I'm gonna look for the word so unfriendly just he wasn't quite mean but he was so irritated and like showing unfriendliness of like how stupid I am that I don't know what he's saying through his mask and I don't know which language because I couldn't hear and that he had to say it again and then he had to he walked up to the side of my car and like and he pressed some button I don't even know what he did and just like I'm sorry I I couldn't hear because I like you're inside of this hangar with and bang 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 all that noise and a mask so and me sitting inside the car Okay, and then I get to the next station. He said something that, uh, oh yes, so here we go. I didn't Google this. I forgot I was, I I didn't know I was going to say this. But on the side of the car, you have the side mirrors. Is that what you call it? The side mirrors or the back mirrors or the, well, whatever. the, the, The things that look like little ears that stick out from the car, those mirrors. On the front of that, there's supposedly a, light like blinking when you're blinking and you turn that is supposed to blink and I didn't know but mine didn't work okay I have not been driving a lot these past six months um and I have not been driving when it's dark outside so I don't know when that happened I really don't know Uh, maybe it happened that morning (laughs) okay Uh, anyway so he said to me in a way like Oh my God, you are so stupid, woman. Driving around with a car. As if he was saying that I was driving around without wheels. Um, okay, or, or without a, or driving. What's that thing? The wheel? <laughs> yeah, without a wheel. But uh, okay, so I mo- he says, uh, move, move on. Okay, I move on. I get to the next one. And then uh, hope high thinking... Okay, I'm going to smile extra large with my eyes now. So he sees that it's okay. He can just treat me like air, at least. Not have to be mean. But it just, oh my God. If the first one was irritated and unpolite, this one was straight out mean. Like mean, mean. 
I don't know why, but I felt like he really, really wanted to hurt me. And I know it's not personal because he did the same thing to the man in front of me. So I know that I have a situation with my clutch. I had to Google that word. Um, the clutch is not coming back up when you shift gears. So there's an issue. And I was 100% expecting to get, get a big blop in like a bloop, boop, a failure in my control paper. But I found out afterwards that that's not something they control, which I don't understand because if it's not working, you can't drive the car. But anyway, they make the rules. So I wanted to let this gentleman know that there is a little situation with the clutch. And I didn't know. I mean, he doesn't speak English. Uh, I can say it in Swedish, but I know he doesn't speak Swedish. So I, I was like, I know it in Luxembourgish. So I said to him, Koplung, uh, because I know that means the clutch. And I just wanted like to him to say, yes, there's something called Koplung in the car. What do you want to say about it? But he just shook his head and <clears throat> and walked off. And I was like, okay, well, we won't talk about my clutch then. Bye. Uh, he goes away and he does the thing where they go under the car. So they raise me up where I can stand on water. That's not what they did. You know, they just sort of raise the car up a little bit and they work underneath. I sat in the car waiting and uh, for the verdict. And it came. Oh, my God. He came back saying, Donnez-moi le certificat de conformité. And that means... Um, Give me the something, something. And so I sat there feeling like a real idiot. And I, certificat de conformité. I can guess what it is. A certificat is a certificate. A conformité is something that means that it is corresponding to what it should correspond to. But I had just never heard the term before. And I was trying to translate it to Swedish, did not help at all, nothing helped. So I thought, hmm, certificat, certificate. Maybe he's talking about the paper from last year's technical control. And so I was like, yes, because that's, there are no spots on that one. So I gave it to him, very satisfied, like this one. And he basically, almost as if he was spitting, says, ça m'intéresse pas. It means, I don't care about that. And he like, he didn't snap at me like physically like, but he, yeah, he whiffed the paper away. So I was like, okay. And I said, I'm really sorry, but I don't know what a certificat de conformité is. What, what does it, what am I looking for? What does it look like? And he got so angry. I cannot say any of the words he said or the, the noises he made, but... <laughs> Something like that, okay? And I was actually scared because he got—he was so aggressive in his non-communication. And then I opened this big fat book you get when you buy a car, whatever that is called, the book, the car book. And there was some thin paper there. And I was like, oh my gosh, it said Certificat de Conformité. I give it to him and he just phew, snaps it out of my hand and turns around. And then he comes back and he says, that, I'm not going to say it, he said it in such a nasty way, that the tires and my rims are not in conformity of my certificate conf blah, 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 measures. They're not the right measurements. And I was like, what? what? I didn't say that to him, but in my head I was like, what? 
I bought these tires and rims from the firm where I always get my car tires changed, cleaned, and stocked for the next season. Why the hell would anyone who's a professional sell car tires and rims to a client, a, com um, a client they've had for a decade? Why would they sell some some stuff you can't, you like legally not allowed to drive with? And then he, the mean man at the control station said. Uh, this is dangerous. If you have an accident, your insurance doesn't cover anything. And I just, I, I just said, I, I didn't know. I had no idea. This is your responsibility. You're the one responsible. You can blame no one. You're responsible. I was like, and now it maybe doesn't sound that bad. But when you sit alone in that car, like an idiot, and you're being told without hearing the word idiot that you're that you're an idiot. And that you should take responsibility, and it's your like it's your fault if anything happens. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, so yeah, apparently been driving around for many, many, many months with tires and rims with the wrong dimensions, without even knowing there's such a thing. Okay, I get to the last station, holding my like my cry is in my throat. I'm not going to stand there and cry, but um, I am crying in my throat. Like, <laughs> And the third one, the, so the first one, he was irritated and like undercover aggressive and just disliking. The second one was straight out mean, aggressive and mean. Um, the third one was just, you know, they say that the worst thing you can do to someone is to ignore them. And... If you disagree now, think about when you love someone, when you're in love, like the early stages or the last ones, uh, and you really, really want someone's attention or you, you're hurting and you want to talk and they ignore you. Oh my gosh, the pain. So this last guy, he knew all about that. <laughs> it's a war strategy. I'm telling you that. He ignored me as if I wasn't there. And I, t I tried to tell him as well because he was going to sit in my car and do the test where they go really fast. Uh, but... The tires are roll on. They roll on this thing. I this I must sound really stupid because I don't know the terms. But and then they test the brakes. I think that's what they do. So because he was going to use the clutch, I wanted to tell him there's an issue. I spoke to him. He did not respond in any way, shape, or form. It was as if I spoke. Uh, like imagine I record a podcast episode and I mute myself and then I. Um, publish it and I share it all over social media telling everyone that yeah I'm so happy this is my best podcast episode but there's nothing there's silence uh, nobody would listen to the full episode it's just like you would walk away you just ignore it it's just what a waste of time he walked he like he turned from me full body language like I don't hear you I don't care about you I don't like you you are stupid and ugly and uneducated and a poor were poor, poor person and you don't how, know how to take care of a car. He said all that without saying a word. So still crying in my throat. I wait for him to do his thing and he puts, I don't know what he did with that paper. I, I, he, he then, he doesn't indicate where I should go in front of me. There's a closed door and then there's another, like an exit with, with, red cones so you can't get out there and the other exit 
I couldn't really get there because it was on the far, far end of the building. So I had to go back to this beep. You can guess what word I wanted to say there. And ask him, excuse me, where where do I get out? And he just waved with his hands like, get out of my face, you cow. And, and I was, I was at that point, I was too scared to have any more kind of communication with him. Um, I was thinking about um, my grandmother. She was traveling on a bus with her best friend, Mauritia. And there was this man who was so mean and rude uh, to my grandmother. And my grandmother got upset and he was like, but what do I, I have to talk back to him or what do I say? And Mauritia was like, nah. Don't care about him. He didn't get any chuka chuka in a long time. <laughs> so standing there, I was thinking about my grandmother, ugly crying in my throat, thinking about, well, none of these three guys, clearly, they didn't get any chuka chuka in a long time. And you you can just use your imagination to think of what is chuka chuka. Okay, so with the last courage and bravery in my poor shooken being, I walk up to the where you pay and just hand him my paper. And I had decided I'm not speaking anymore because they are so mean here. So I hand him the paper and he says, thank you so much. Um, so did, I don't know, did they explain to you that there are, you're going to have to come back because there are some things you need to check? And I was like, what, what is this? Are you, are you being nice to me? And I, I was like, well, actually, they didn't say a word, really. But I, I understand. I know. Yes. Thank you. I know. And then he said, okay, so th- this will be 54 euros. Blah, blah, blah. And, and he kept on being nice. And I was like, goodness. So I thought, I'm going to tell him. So I told him. I said, listen, I just want to tell you that I've what I've been through here these past 10 minutes is one of the worst experiences in a long time. I take full responsibility for my car. It's not that I need to come back. Nothing. None of that. I knew that coming here. But the way they spoke to me and did not spoke to me, speak to me was I don't think I have experienced something more nasty. And coming here to you, uh, you are the reason I don't walk out of here crying. So thank you for being so nice. And um, oh my God, I got a lump in my throat now. <clears throat> because... To see his reaction, getting that feedback, uh, was so nice. It completely, I think it healed me, me and my ugly throat crying on the spot. Because, And he said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear this. Do you want me to report this to my manager? And I said, listen, you don't have to. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to give them a podcast episode. <laughs> and I will be fine with that. But uh, I just want you to know that thanks to you, uh, I'm okay. And um, yes, so um, I just wanted to share this as an example of sometimes you feel like everything is ju- just uphill and slippery. And as a bonus to that, I can now add that I have fixed my tires and my rims. And I've asked the company, what the hell are you thinking doing, like selling things that are not in conformity with that certificate? And we have an ongoing conversation. I think they should take responsibility and give me new tires. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but today, as of today, my car is now parked outside a supermarket because the clutch is now permanently out of order. So um, I'm going to have to pay up, cash up for that one. 
uh, I wanted to share that I made one big decision when I was leaving that technical control station. And because every time I go there, every year, it's so unpleasant. It takes time uh, and you come out being so low on energy. So my decision now, thanks to these guys, thanks to these unpleasant <laughs> people, I'm not doing it more. I'm paying someone because it's a service and you pay for it and they take it and it's done and you don't have to waste the time. And I don't know why I haven't done that before. I've done it once and that was the best year ever. So that's a big decision and a smart one. I'm never, ever putting myself through that horrible experience. So too bad for them. One person less to arrest. And number two, uh, a lesson. Because, uh, I mean, what could I have done better? What could I have done to avoid anything, perhaps? Always get the car checked. Always uh, go for the maintenance. Don't wait until it's too late. Like, when it's about the diesel or the gas, you fill it up before it's empty, right? Same thing with us. When you're slipping and it's uphill and you feel like you just have to push harder and harder. No, you need to take a little break. You need to rest. Yeah. So... Ha! Huh. That being said, I now have to make a lot of phone calls and try and figure out how to get my car fixed, repaired, and ready for a spotless technical control. And then I'm never ever, actually this time going back now, I'm not doing that. I'm paying someone. <laughs> okay, so when you feel like everything is uphill and you're slipping, don't keep on pushing and don't keep on slipping and hurting yourself. Just... Make decisions that will help you move forward in a better way. All right. I hope that this makes sense to someone. Thank you for listening. Bye.